bound by love of books i fell into pot and i pod 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 prometheoric prometheoric and i pod pod podcast prometheoric prometheoric Prometheoric. You guys have no idea how many times I tried that before I decided to finally hit record. Anyways, hey, hey, what's up? It's Eric from Prometheoric, bringing you episode five. Finally, I know, but I think this might be the longest episode ever. I know I talk fast, but I do have a shit ton of shit to talk about. And I'm going to really try and just get in there on these things because I am fucking excited. I'm fired up. I actually, it's, it's, I was going to say it has not been hard to stay fired up once I've reached fired up status. And I reached fired up status off of one particular topic that I'll be going over today. I'm not even going to say it yet because I'm still excited, even though it might even be the shortest one. I don't care. But once I reached fired up, and that was like a week and a half ago, then I just I kept it going. I kept it going. Okay. Uh, I finished. I think I mentioned it. Well, I mentioned it on my Insta, so hopefully some people will be following me on Insta now. I finally finished that fucking book, Portrait of a Young Artist. I'm going to fucking briefly, briefly go over that. But that's not even what I'm fired up about, okay? I am not even fired up about that. That was just a fucking feat. Not even an accomplishment, just a fucking feat. Something that needed to be done and was accomplished. It's just, I guess feats are heroic, I guess, in nature. I don't know. Anyways, don't think about it as heroic. It's just something I needed to fucking do. Did it. It was Portrait of a Young Artist, Dunzos. And then I switched over to a new book, Never Let Me Go, by Kazu Ishiguro. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that yet, okay? Because that's not even fired up status. So I was, I'm started reading that one, and I did finish that. We'll be talking about it, but uh, I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, guys. I started reading that. I went to go visit my cousin. He had a translation of The Green Knight by J.R.R. Tolkien. And I was like, uh, yes, please. And so I pressed pause on Never Let Me Go and then proceeded to focus on Green Knight translation. And then once I finished that, that's when I reached fired up status because I got fired up on fucking Green Knight because this written version is so completely fucking different than the movie that it blew my mind. And after reading it, I have more questions than answers. And so that's when I reached fired up status, okay? So once I've just blasted through that, reached fired up status, switched my attention back to Never Let Me Go, started reading that, and then that was honestly so depressing that it almost killed fired up status, but then I was fired up because I realized I finished the whole book like in four days, and that I was like, okay, sweet, I have something else to talk about on the pod. So then I was still fired up because of that accomplishment. But again, that book was fucking depressing. We'll go over it. Reached fired up status because then I saw 007. It was great. Well, it was entertaining. I kind of wish I watched the maybe all of the Daniel Craig movies to just re uh, remember everything, but did not happen. That's okay. Still gonna chat about that one. Then I fucking saw Dune. Don't get me started on Dune. Okay, that's gonna be. I guess I'm going over the topics, guys. Dune still and then that just kept me fired up for what's to come too. Okay, sorry, just alright. Uh and then watched last night in Soho fired up. Oh my god, great. And then 
I also watched uh, the French Dispatch and finished the fucking the whole the whole goddamn party with a Wes Anders film. And I'm also reading another book that I'm hooked on. That's amazing, but nowhere near finished. It. I think I'm on page hundred out of like six, possibly seven. Anyways, that was a long way of saying I got three books to cover and four movies. Again, I think this might be the longest episode to date. So I'm just going to get right in there with that fucking portrait of a young of an artist as a young man. Get my I had to get to my notes because uh, ay, 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 ay. Anyways, Portrait of Young of the Artist as a Young Man by James Joyce. I'm not even going to look up its publication date, but sometime in the 1800s, possibly 17. I guess I should, but I already returned it to my cousin, so never mind. Basically, it's about a kid's time from middle school, possibly elementary school, all the way up to college age, and how at first for a while he was almost going to become a priest, but then he like saw a girl, did not imply anything sexual, just saw her, and I guess it was enough to make him not want to be a priest anymore. And, and it kind of flashes, uh, the book skips around through the years, like I said, of like middle school age, high school age, college age. And uh, and then it ends with, it's very weird because the whole book's normal narrative form just follows from this guy's point of view. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The boring parts, after reading it as a whole, I can say that, yes, it was fucking boring, but it was all the descriptors that were boring. But when the main character was in dialogue with people, or when he was younger, like, was listening to dialogue between his parent, between his uh, dad and aunt and uncles, because uh, they were arguing back and forth about religion at the time, and they were calling, the aunt was calling them atheists, because they didn't want to follow, because they basically turned Britain, British sympathizers, this is Ireland, they're Irish, and she still was, like, true to Irish Catholicism, so she was just calling them heathens and it was a it was quite a so anyways yes but that brings me to the point the dialogue any dialogue scenes such as that one were all way more intriguing and actually got my attention than the non-dialogue scenes which are just all descriptors or just describing the scene which i guess is how a book works but again there's just the way this worked was it was like desert 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 and then oasis of dialogue desert 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 oasis of dialogue and uh, and at some point he gets into a de- philosophical philosophy debate. I'll just say philosophy uh, with some schoolyard chums when they're older. And you would have to have a knowledge of Thomas Aquinas because they just basically argue about him back and forth and a couple of other uh, philosophers from that time. And I was like, oh, I don't really remember my AP hero that well. So, and I didn't want to look it up. But again, it was just. Some of their ideas, they be able to, since they're a bunch of kids arguing it, they dumbed it down, so to speak. So I was still able to get the gist of what their points were about each side. But again, it was just the dialogue scenes were way more intriguing because they were, like it was, I mean, because you also take in consideration that it was a bunch of kids or teenagers that are having these really like poetic and long and deep conversations about this and that point. And then at the same time, they're also just playing ball and shoving each other in the mud and stuff because again, that gets referenced also. But yeah, so I guess I also took away from it is because he changed his mind. Like he had, he was set down one path and then he changed his mind 
And it, like, it, like everyone was kind of disappointed slash in shock, but he was just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to do me. So I guess in that, in that regard, the character, I respected him for that. And I was like, okay. So that's like the one positive takeaway, uh, or at least the one positive, like the one positive thing I could say about the book other than fucking boring. Cause I really mean, every time I read the non-dialogue, I just wanted to go sleep. Sometimes I did. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But yeah. Oh, also, uh, him almost being a priest and then not becoming a priest totally reminded me of Toby Flanerson from The Office. And he did do it for a girl, but a girl he like doesn't even date and or really physically interact. He just walks past her on the beach. It was, yeah. But yeah, good for him. And so then another weird point is that literally the last, like, three pages just straight up turn into what would be the main character's dial diary entries journal entries whichever you prefer and it just breaks down like oh march 21st saw this guy here today uh april 3rd uh saw this guy plus the girl i used to like be in love with i guess or whatever and it's just it turned all kind of creepery stalkery as he stalks his his friend who's i guess seeing his lady or his ex-lady or a lady he just admire from afar. Like, a little creepy stalker? I don't know. But yeah, it was like, Jesus, cousin. And you know what's funny? My fucking cousin hasn't even read the book. He just gave it to me as part of a bunch of other books. And so I was like, God damn it. He needs to read some of his books first before fucking loaning them out. It was ridiculous. Which, I'll go to the next. So my next book would be Never Let Me Go by Kazuya Ishigura. And like I said, that book was depressing as fuck. 